Hello, and welcome to today's episode of The Pigeonhole. I will be this episode's host, Joseph. The end of the world. Have you ever considered what you would do in the event of the apocalypse? What would you have to do in order to survive? What would be your most important priorities? When your own life is hanging in the balance, how far are you willing to go to live? These questions and more are tackled in Cormac McCarthy's The Road. Before we dive further into this episode, I'd like to provide you all with some brief background information. The story follows a father and his young son as they trek through a post-apocalyptic wasteland. There has been some sort of unnamed world-ending event, although context clues would lead us to believe that perhaps a meteoric impact was the cause that has wiped out a massive amount of the population and left the world gray, bleak, and lifeless, except for those few lucky, or I guess maybe unlucky, depending on how you look at it, people who have managed to survive. It is in this world that this father-son pair struggle every day, surviving the elements, hiding from cannibalistic survivors, battling starvation, and even finding the will to keep going. This story shares an intimate look into the touching bond between father and son and leaves the reader unable to put down the book as they read page after page of their harrowing adventure. When we come back, I have a special guest who will hopefully be able to share some personal insight into this truly fantastic story. But first, a message from our sponsors. This episode is sponsored by SparkNotes. SparkNotes offers free guides for almost every literary work out there. From chapter summaries to character analysis, SparkNotes is perfect for the struggling AP Lit student who forgot to read the 25-page short story before the in-class discussion. For those readers who already have read a work, SparkNotes can offer a perfect refresher of key details or additional insight. Welcome back, listeners. I am pleased to announce that I am joined by our special guest, none other than the author himself, Mr. Cormac McCarthy. Well, hello. I suppose you've already taken care of my introduction, but yes, I am McCarthy, and it is my pleasure to join you on the pigeonhole today. Well, thank you for joining us today. Let's get right into it. What was some of your inspiration for this book? Ultimately, I wanted to create a story that was very unique. The first step was to place my characters in a very unique setting. I felt that by placing the father and son in a desolate wasteland, it would allow me to create an emphasis on things like relationships, conflicts, and even characterization. In other words, the setting is what allows the story to have such a diverse plot and be so engaging to the reader. Interesting. You mentioned that the setting allows you to place an emphasis on things like conflicts. Would you mind elaborating on that? Sure. I feel like one of the strong points of my book is that even though at first glance it's just telling the story of a boy and his father trying to survive, there are so many things that can go deeper than just surface understanding. 
One of the clearest examples of this can be seen in my use of multiple conflicts throughout the book. For example, the reader witnesses the external conflict present with the pair fighting against nature as they try to survive the harsh winter, the human conflict as protagonists must avoid the savage humans, and perhaps most importantly, the internal conflict as we see the boy slowly lose his childlike innocence as he matures through his surroundings and experiences. Wow, that's very interesting. One of the biggest things that stood out to me was just how much the world has changed in your book. I mean, besides just the physical breakdown, when I was reading it, it seemed like so many other things had just fallen into chaos as well. I see what you mean. I think what you may be getting at is how my story, in my story, The End of the World, also meant the end of a lot of social constructs as well. You know, as a young boy living in, living in Tennessee, everybody around me thought I was rich. But that was just because the people around me didn't have a lot of money. See, you see, it's all relative. Yeah, that's exactly what I'm getting at. I thought so. In the apocalypse, things like social standing, monetary wealth, and all those societal divisions just don't matter anymore. Instead, things like fire, good clothing, shelter, and food all take priority. What we can see is that class divisions and stereotypes, those pigeonholes, if you will, disintegrate. The world's been thrown back to ancient times, where might and power are king, and your worth is based on your ability to survive. That makes perfect sense to me. I guess things like class are just irrelevant when you don't even know where your next meal is coming from. Exactly. Well, thank you so much for joining us, Mr. McCarthy. You truly offered some great thoughts into just some of the complex dynamics present in your book. You're welcome. Thanks for inviting me on the show. Once again, that was Cormac McCarthy, author of The Road. Be sure to give it a read if you haven't already. It will be well worth your time. After this quick break, I will have a segment dedicated to all the AP literature students out there. But first, another word from our sponsors. This episode is sponsored by Barnes & Noble. Barnes & Noble is the perfect place for those looking to purchase literature. From the newest works in teen dystopia, to the latest graphic novels, to copies of the classics, Barnes & Nobles offers a multitude of quality prints to satisfy any customer. What better way to spend your free time than opening up a fresh, newly purchased book and immersing yourself in whatever world takes your fancy? Shop Barnes & Noble today. This episode is sponsored by Kami, the digital annotation tool perfect for any student. Have you ever wished there was a way to annotate those digital copies of works of literature that your English teacher keeps assigning you? Especially since digital copies seem to have become something of a necessity as a result of the pandemic. Well, now you can. Introducing Kami, the free browser extension that allows you to annotate digital copies of works. From highlighting to writing your own personal connections, Kami offers it all. Why have to struggle in another in-class discussion again? With Kami, 
Easy annotations makes it simple to mark textual evidence or have a space for your thoughts to be clearly organized. Don't wait. Download Kami today. Welcome back. This section is going to be of special interest for any AP Literature students listening out there. As these students know, part of the AP Literature exam is an essay where the student is required to write about a selected topic using their own knowledge from a work of literary merit. Potential works that could be used are then listed below the prompt. Today, I'll be lending a helping hand to those AP Literature students by demonstrating how McCarthy's The Road could be used to answer some selected prompts. I'll be going over four actual previous exam prompts, giving an answer using The Road, which will hopefully help any AP Literature students listening in gain a better idea of how to tackle such a prompt and even use their own literary work. Let's begin with the 2019 exam prompt. Select a novel, play, or epic poem in which a character holds an ideal view of the world. Then write an essay in which you analyze the character's idealism and its positive or negative consequences. As I said before, I will be selecting the road, and the character I'll be choosing is the boy or the son. This character is has a very ideal view of the world. This is due in part to his young age. He is still emotionally immature and naive. And this is demonstrated by the pair, the father-son pair, in their interactions with strangers that they meet along the road. Whenever they meet a stranger, the boy will plead to his father, beg him to share some of their food or supplies, or even their company, for instance, inviting the stranger to sit beside the fire and spend time with them. This demonstrates a negative consequence for as, the, as a result of the boy's naivety, because in the post-apocalyptic wasteland that the to uh, share their right reality in, uh, things like giving up food or even trusting complete strangers uh, very well can have such a serious cost as your life. Um, but despite this, though, despite the severity of this potential consequence, the boy just cannot ignore these people that he knows he has the ability to help. Um, he always sees the good in them. He assumes that the people they meet on the road are the good guys, and as such, they should try and help out. He can't just simply walk away. As a general rule of thumb, anytime you are asked to look for an ideal view of the world, take a closer look at any younger characters in your work. As I mentioned before, these younger characters, as a lack of maturity, um, are more than likely uh, to have this ideal view. Let's move on. The 2014 prompt says, select a character that has deliberately sacrificed, surrendered, or forfeited something in a way that highlights that character's values. Then write a well-organized essay in which you analyze how the particular sacrifice illuminates the character's values, provides a deeper understanding of the meaning of the work as a whole. Like I said before, I'll be choosing the road, but this time the character I'll be selecting is the father. So. Oftentimes, the father will choose to forgo or ensure that his son gets a bigger portion of the meal or food that they share. Um, so this particular sacrifice, the sacrifice of food, uh, illustrates the value of love within the father, that uh, parental willingness to uh, sacrifice things so that their own child can have a better chance at surviving in this case, a better chance of life, better quality, um, 
so this provides a deeper understanding for the meaning of the work of the whole because it shows uh, how much the father is you know, willing to go for his son, how much he loves him, how much the two share this bond, this level of trust. Um, as a general rule of thumb, when you're asked to for sacrifices, oftentimes look for parent or parental figures in a work, as more often than not, parents are willing to give up those things to help those that they care about. All right, let's look at the 2013 exam prompt. A Bildgun's Roman, or coming-of-age novel, recounts the psychological or moral development of its protagonist from youth to maturity. When this character recognizes his or her place in the world, select a single pivotal moment in the psychological or moral development of the protagonist of a Bildgun's Roman. The Road is definitely not your typical Bildgun's Roman, but it definitely does share enough aspects, I feel like, to qualify it as a coming-of-age novel. The character will be the boy, who, as I mentioned before, due to his young age, is emotionally immature and still shares that ideal view of the world. However, there is a moment in the novel where the pair finds that all of their supplies, their food, extra clothing, and such, is stolen. They return back to their camp to find it all missing, and they quickly set out to try and find, and luckily they do find, the thief. However, the resulting experience uh, scars the child as the father is forced to hold the thief at gunpoint and force him to return everything, even forcing the thief to strip up the very clothes off his back, leaving him with nothing. And the boy recognizes, I guess, in, the, in, in this moment, you know, the gravity of the situation, what it means to live in a post-apocalyptic wasteland where it is you or another person, and you have to choose yourself. And the single pivotal moment is where the father is saying, you know, I promise I wasn't actually going to shoot the thief, but the boy actually states, you may as well have, we did, we, we did kill the man. He finally understands the sort of the weight of his situation, understands that because of the way things are, you have to choose between sometimes saving yourself or saving others. And he must realize that I have to choose myself. And that, that crushes him. It definitely uh, makes him the world seem a little less bright and cheery. All right, let's move on to the last prompt here. Choose a novel or play in which cultural, physical, or geographical surroundings shape psychological or moral traits in a character. Then write a well-organized essay in which you analyze how surroundings affect this character and illuminate the meaning of the work as a whole. All right, back to the road again. This time we're going to be choosing the father, and I want to zero in actually on the cultural surrounding aspect of this prompt. because so I feel like cultural surroundings are something that are actually particularly interesting, especially in the case of the road. And this actually ties us back to the whole overarching theme of this podcast, the Distinction of, distinctions of class and social hierarchy and things like that. As we can see in the road and something we actually previously discussed, if you were listening into the podcast with the author himself, is that in this post-apocalyptic wasteland, things like social standing and class just disintegrate. They no longer exist. They're, they no longer matter, essentially. And so because of this, we see that society and like societal rules has devolved. Things like cannibalism and male military might and power are our king now. 
and this affects this affects the father, which we've selected, and giving him a character trait of very suspicious. Um, he actually doesn't trust any other humans except for the son. Anytime he they encounter other humans, his hand is always quick to find the trigger or of the, the weapon of the gun that they carry with him. He expects the worst out of everyone. Although he assures the son that there are still other good people out there, he certainly doesn't assume that anyone that they meet is. And this is a result of those cultural surroundings. The fact that because of the world, the reality that they live in is that you just simply can't trust anyone anymore. He's not willing to take that risk. And so that illuminates the meaning of the work as a whole, as it really just showcases um, how these characters, how the father specifically is affected, um, and how it drives the plot forward, um, because his constant suspicion is always uh, uh, allowing for these very tense, very interactions with other people. All right, that those have been uh, those four AP exam prompts. Hopefully, I have helped any AP literature students listening in out there. Remember, as general rule of thumbs, anytime you're looking for ideal views of the world, or if you're looking for coming of age, look for your young characters. Those, like I said, are still on the path. They're still building, still haven't gained that sort of wisdom required. And then when you're looking for things like sacrifice, uh, take a look at those older, those parent, parent figures, um, as they often are more than willing to sacrifice. And then physical, cultural, or geographical surroundings, that is really going to be dependent on your own work. But hopefully, I've such a light into how you can take cultural surroundings and even add that in. We have come now to the conclusion of our episode. I hope you all enjoyed exploring Cormac McCarthy's The Road. We got to hear about a truly unique and interesting story, and we're able to listen in to an interview with the author, as well as hear some applications of the book for the AP Literature exam. I have been your host, Joseph, and this has been The Pigeonhole. Please be sure to tune in next time. Until then, feel free to check out some of our other episodes. They're well worth the listen. Thank you to all of our listeners whose support makes this podcast possible. See you next time. This episode was produced by Joseph Dumont. Special shout-outs to Ben Harp for his voice acting ability and Autumn Jones for her music selection.